Okay, so GoFundMe's premise, if you think about the context of the coin, is all based upon, I don't want to go to a VC who, who owns a percentage and can take over my company. I don't, I can't find an angel investor who likes me enough and likes the idea who would just give me money, wait for a payoff years later. Let me crowdsource the ownership of the business and if I make the raise, we're, we're good to go live and all these people now own a piece of the valuation. So it's almost like an NFT is a, is, is, is a similar scenario of a GoFundMe the reality is we establish the product, we establish the value based upon what the market says something like that is worth. And that's a bit nebulous at this point in time. I don't know the dark science behind that. But the idea is that instead of me selling it, you can own a piece of it. Now, you say own a piece of it, what does that get me? Let's take Lexus Stadium sponsorships. The value that they have is that they give it to dealers and dealers throw tickets to customers. Okay, but what if they tokenized uh, the sponsorship and said, if you own an NF, you know, non-fungible token around the sponsorship of MSG, that gets you four game passes a year, one courtside, and a meet and greet with the star player. That's something worth buying. You know, it's one thing to just go get some tickets, get a seat, and get valet parking. I mean, I'm sure there's value in that, but when you accelerate the experience into multiple visits, uh, I get to go in the box. I get to come down at halftime. I get, you know, I get to meet a, a basketball player, do an autograph session. Maybe I get a clubhouse meet and greet while virtually I'm talking to one of the players and we're just chopping shop. Now, all of a sudden, that's an experience worth holding and obviously reselling. Like, okay, I've done my thing. I'm not an X fan anymore. I moved. So now let me sell my, my token to someone else. And now they get to have that experience. So the, the idea is that we're in the experience economy and we, we are in the virtual good economy. And a lot of the NFTs is based on the premise of that things can hold inherent value, in, in particular, if they're held by many stakeholders and they have even greater value when they can be traded up and shared. Like, oh, you own an NFT of the New York Knicks and a Knicks experience? Well, I'm a, I'm a Raiders fan. How about I give, you know, how about, how about maybe there's a, we, maybe we can transact here. Maybe we can swap. I, you, I give you one of my Raiders experience in Vegas. You give me one of your New York experience because we both like those cities. And now it's not about, hey, I got to go buy Raiders ticks and, and buy New York Giants and have a connection here and have a connection there. In an open market, there's a value exchange where we can buy, sell, broker, trade experiences. I mean, that's what we'd like to do, not to have to pay hard money for everything. Imagine if I held a stock of Apple and I could call somebody who owned Google and say, hey, I want to share Google. I got... 50 of Apple, you want one of my Apples? Can I get one of your Googles? And yep, we just swap because you have one token, I have one token and we swap the value. Now diversified versus saying I got to sell, report it, you know, take the capital gains, go buy another stock, go buy the Google stock. I mean, there's friction in that and there's uh, inefficiency in that. So the idea of the NFT, let's take it from Ms. J. It's like, this is this this was kind of the idea I was going with. It's like, okay, you got this crypto couture. What assets are you getting a hold on? Let's say you offer a token, Miss J. Like, what am I going to get? Well, maybe as part of owning a token, I get to come over internationally and travel to one of the countries you're going to looking at themes of, of fashion and lifestyle. So I get to hang with you for a day or two in Mumbai or the south of Spain. How, how do you 